At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We got action, Ephraim. We got the ponies controversy at the Kentucky Derby. Got the NBA playoffs, of course. I actually have uh, news about kickers as well, which I know you're very fond of. Anything involving NFL kickers or college football kickers, you're all in on. But that's all secondary because I just got a text message from our producer, Lee Robert DeLapp IV. And it's a picture of you, big man. Are you decked out in the studio tonight? I'm taking it back to the old school. <laughs> it's like, you look great. Like, we got to tweet this out immediately. Taking it back to the old school because I'm an old fool. So what's going on tonight, huh? So uh, around this time every year, my son's school, elementary school, has their yearly gala where they raise the most money for, you know, great things in the school. It's a charter school, so it's a public school, so any money we raise goes directly to the kids and, and different programs, things like that. And tonight's thing just happens to be disco. Disco. Disco, okay. baby. So you're dressed in white and you've got an old school afro. Saturday know? night fever all day That's long. Right. That's right. 
do you have like a chain? Do you have any chest hair showing? What's I got, going on there? I'm, by the time I get to the event, my belly button going to be out. This shirt going to be down so low. <laughs> So after the show, this goes on tonight, right? It goes on tonight. It's just basically like a dance, sort of? No, it's a, it's a gala. So yeah, um, a lot of auction items, things like that, a dinner, oh, okay. and then just yeah. a whole night of drinking and dancing and, and just raising money for uh, Carpenter Elementary. Get me a doggy bag, Playboy. You're not being off. Am I being auctioned off? Are you being auctioned no, off? No, no, no. They don't okay, want to okay. do the whole slave thing, but thanks for bringing that up. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that way. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing. <laughs> you can always get your you can always get your white friends to walk into something and then they'd be like, wait, wait, wait a second. I didn't say that. Come on, wow. Ephraim. You know that's not what I meant. Big See, listen to you. You <laughs> and the stereotypical white guy impression that you bring. I swear, that sounds exactly like you. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, see, listen to you. See, listen to you. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What did Papa Bear have to say? What That's you. Say, I just Bear? did that. I just did your voice. That is not my voice. Stop it. <laughs> what did you say, Papa Bear? I said, bring me back a doggy bag. Oh. All right. Now that Ephraim sapped the fun out of the show. What? I'm just playing with you, man. Get out of here. Sapped the fun out of the entire show. That's fun. I kid. I kid. Um, We got to get to this uh, Kentucky Derby controversy. Now, you don't have to be, you know, knee deep into horse racing. I know a little bit, but just the drama of this where maximum security, it looked like that was the winning horse. And then there's an objection. And. That horse is DQ'd, disqualified, country house, a 65-1 to 1 long wow. shot, ends up winning the Kentucky Derby. Now, if you had a vested interest in maximum security winning this thing, you just had your entire day ruined by this disqualification. And I was watching this, see, from I was practicing my free throws a little bit earlier today, but I was uh, watching on my phone the Kentucky Derby, and they were interviewing the trainer of what initially was the winner maximum security and the guy's like oh my brother won here at kentucky derby i'm I'm fighting back tears i'm incredibly emotional right now yeah that horse didn't win got disqualified like, ah, and this just in you can keep the tears you didn't win oh man rough rough and so it, essentially it was if you think about driving on the highway la is a great example Think about all the lanes of traffic you know from say you're on the 405 oh i try Basically, to avoid it yeah oh it's a parking lot, rush hour. But maximum security, the horse that was disqualified, essentially just changed a couple of lanes and ran a couple of horses off course. And so he got disqualified for it. Craziness. And I Crazy. guess they frown upon that, huh? Yeah, they're not uh they're not fond of that over there. Gotta stay in your lane. Like LeVar Ball said, remember on the herd? Stay, stay in, in your lane. lane. Yeah, that's what you gotta do on the ponies as well. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. In 15 minutes, we'll talk about the most powerful athlete in sports. But I wanted to get to this game last night, Ephraim. I know you're huge into hoops. You had to be loving this four-overtime game. Oh, my God. The Blazers take down the Nuggets. It was crazy. I was mad it, it didn't keep going. That's how that's how invested I was into it. I was like, okay, all right, make this make the shot, and we, we go again. I mean, it was that type of game. On the flip side of that, I knew they were dead tired. You could tell when jump shots started getting short. 
And I'm like, yo, just feed the ball inside. When you're in four overtimes, it's no more three-pointers. I mean, you you got to just pound the ball inside. And we saw that's what uh, um, Utah did. I, it was, hey, look, man, I, I love I love me some basketball. And I love those type of games. That was a classic game right there. I mean, uh, Denver, that was a classic game. Um Having, it was the best game of the playoffs having, so far. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Now, my whole thing is watching these two teams. I was kept saying to my wife, she was like, who are you going for? I was like, well, it really doesn't matter because we're just watching which team is going to get swept by. <laughs> so you didn't say, well, my guy, Brian, no, he's in Portland. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pulling for the Blazers. That wasn't your response. No, because the Blazers me. are the neither one of them have a chance. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah. They yeah. don't have enough. You know what I mean? They don't have enough. And we've seen Dame Lillard struggle. We've seen him be tremendous. Right? We've seen uh, CJ McCollum. We've seen him show up sometimes. He was tremendous last night. But in order to beat and unseat the defending champions, you got to be on every single game, in, uh, period. Like, it's no yeah. off. It's no seven for, for 29 nights. And I just don't think either one of these teams – has enough to do that, to compete oh, at that level. No, they don't. But you watch that? You watch the game last night thinking that, like, Absolutely. it's fun, going to watch it, going to enjoy it because I'm a basketball fan. But in the back or the front of your mind, you're thinking, what does it really matter? I, yeah, because, and I was saying, as hard as these guys are playing, these guys are playing tremendous basketball, back and forth. You want to talk about a heavyweight fight, swing, 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 taking it, taking it, taking it. And I just kept saying, wow. This is the end game for them, right? This is mm. – it's over pretty much after this series. Whoever comes out on top because these are two evenly matched teams, it's over. I mean, we've seen each win on in, in each other's uh, arena. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing two teams matched up that are completely even, and then that scale gets skewed in the next round in the, in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, we get it with the Warriors. They're just, in terms of talent, towering over everybody else. But I don't I don't let it ruin the other games, you know? And I'm not saying that thought ruined it for you last night. But I just keep the Warriors in a separate compartment, you know? If you, like, look at a waffle and see all the sections, I've got a hmm. section for the Warriors. And I'm not going to let it dip into this second-round matchup between the Nuggets and the Blazers because that was an all-timer last night. And when you had numerous instances where it looked like the Blazers were done, third overtime, they're down by four points with just under 32 seconds to go. And Dame gets a layup. CJ gets the turnover with the replay where it goes off the pinky of Jamal Murray. That was are you crazy. cool with that, by the way? I, there are some people that object to that. How? This isn't what replay is meant for. It's like, what are you talking about? Of course, this is that what is it's meant for. That is the actual definition of what replay is for. Yes. A game-changing call with the game on the line. Think about it. It was 18 seconds left in the game. Yeah. Right? That was, I mean, that was brilliant because with the, you know, with the naked eye, you can't see that. Not that fast. Right. And, and that's exactly what happened in the championship game between Virginia and Texas Tech. And it was the same thing back then. Remember how Virginia knocked the ball away and it just grazed the fingertip of the Texas Tech player, Virginia's ball. And there were people back then that were like, this isn't what replay's meant for. Really? Like, last night, to your point, Ephraim, 
if they don't have replay, Denver keeps possession, probably gets fouled. It's over. They just got to make a couple of free throws, and they're good. You're You're exactly right. So for people who don't agree with that, uh, the use of replay right there, I I mean, that's – just think about it if you were on that team, if you were on the opposite team, right? Yeah. That's that's all I – whenever someone's arguing, oh, you're – I just say, put your place, put yourself on the other position, right? Oh, well, well, you know, uh, uh, of course. Okay, good. Because if it's good for them, then it's good for you. That period. That's how it goes. Oh, oh, well, if I'm benefiting, it's all right. Exactly. guess it's okay. But yeah, that was an all-time game. And how about Ennis Cantor, who is just battling through? He's got this shoulder injury. It was separated before the playoffs began. And, well, actually, I'm sorry. It was in game five against Oklahoma City, the last series, where he separated his shoulder. And he's been gutting it out against Denver these first three games. He said he had to tuck his arm into his jersey to run back down the floor because he re-separated it in the first overtime last night. And still there. And banging with Jokic down low. That's not easy, man. When you got a separated shoulder and the Joker is just Giving you some forearm shivers, that doesn't feel great. No, it, and just Cantor was tremendous, right? He was, And you saw him in pain. I think he nicked up his lower leg as well. You yeah. just saw, I mean, these people, they were playing, you know, 55, 60 minutes. This is crazy. Yeah. Think about being it, that tall, that big, right? How cumbersome it is to go back and forth and back and forth, and you just out there just battling. Yeah. With, with a separated shoulder as well. Yeah. That's what I love. And Mo Harkless, shout out to him too. In game two, he rolled his ankle. He came down on Zach Collins' foot and rolled his ankle. It was a lot like LeBron years ago against the Bulls where the ankle bone, it rolled so bad. The it touches, ankle bone touched the floor. It touches the floor. Whenever that, I, that, I've had that happen to me before. Uh, Maybe that's why my right ankle isn't worth anything. But yeah. that is – and and you look at it, you're like, all right, come on. It's okay. Let's tape it up, man. Yeah. It's not supposed to touch the floor. It's not. And Mo goes for 45 minutes last night. Oof. The game after his ankle bone touching the floor with just one day off between games two and three. That's what I love. I love that these guys are absolutely battling and not saying, well, the Warriors are too talented. We're not going to beat them. Who cares? You know, I love that they're out there battling. Yeah, and they, it's not just the Blazers. It's multiple teams out there playing through pain. No, they're fighting because this is it. Right, yep. you go through the whole season of of eighty two games and resting and injuries and being banged up, and although basketball is not supposed to be a contact sport, we all know that it's contact. There's body to body contact. Uh, I mean, all kinds of things that are happening, so you can get and you fight through that, so you can get to this point. Right? Yes. This is it. Yeah. And it and they're playing. You can. I love basketball like that, especially when you have two evenly matched teams the nuggets and the trailblazers this is you want to talk about a real coin flip it is the fact that they've each won on each other's uh court lets you know how close this series is going to be it's 100 in my opinion going to go seven games and it's going to be a thrilling seventh game but then you got the other side of the coin and we'll see tonight we'll see tonight with houston and golden state we'll see if Houston's going to come out complaining, looking for answers and help, or are they going to come out and play? We got to get to that coming up, the complaining. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 
15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Up next from the Geico Studios, this guy is the most powerful athlete in sports, and it's not even close. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No. He's from Salam. Here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Geico Studios. You watch Game of Thrones, Ephraim? Uh, excuse me? Uh, yes. Okay. You took offense to that. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Do you watch I, Game of Thrones? We're catching up. The lovely Christina oh. and I. Oh well, we can't. You don't 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 talk about it. Then. Yeah. If well, you're behind well, or not, catching up, you, we don't. You don't want to have this type of conversation. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> you're behind. What a shock. You, you, you don't. You don't want. You don't want to. So let's just go to the next topic. Listen to the abuse I take on this show. <laughs> the, like the disdain in Papa Bear's voice, you know? Did you hear it right there? Shocker, you're behind. I said this before the show started. I was talking to him about, uh, well, he was like, have you seen Avengers? And I was like, no, I haven't seen Avengers. 
And he just takes great offense to it. Like, shocker, you haven't seen it. I'm sorry, I'd have to take off work for about a six-month period to watch every movie so Avengers Endgame makes sense. You know what I mean? You saw Infinity War. I don't even remember seeing that. Like, what was high in in a theater or something? Are you sure I saw it? You You might be right. You saw it. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't remember. You're like the most unhip guy in the world. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's nice of you, Papa Bear. But I bring up Game of Thrones, Ephraim, even though the lovely Christina and I are far behind. We're only in uh, season. I shouldn't even tell you because you're just going to talk trash and mock me over here. I'm not going to mock you, but what I'm going to do is save you from having the conversation that we can't get, you know. Oh, no, uh, no, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just not going. Oh, I don't want to have a Game of Thrones conversation with you. I almost said something. When you said, do you watch Game oh. of Thrones? I almost said almost something. I was 100% going to give something away. <laughs> so that's why I was like, uh, you got to be touchy. You got to be, you know. You got to be, uh, yeah, you got to be uh, thoughtful, I guess. And that's what I was. Catch up. That's yeah. what I was. I was the thoughtful. thoughtful Ephraim Salam. I'm, not, I'm not ragging on you. I'm just yeah. like, hey, we might want to pull back on that. Oh, we are. Like, I wasn't like, hey, Ephraim, let's talk about Game of Thrones through the middle of season three, huh? How about it? No, I was just curious if you watched the show. I do. I love it. I do. I My bring this up because, yeah, okay, so, and you're all, you're fully caught up, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good to go. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Iron Throne, right? That is the pinnacle in that world, right? Seven that is the kingdoms. ruler of rulers. Yes. You know who's on the Iron Sports Throne right now? That would be one Kevin Durant because this dude, I just saw this. The odds were released for who's going to win the NBA championship next year. <laughs> that's how Kevin Durant and the Warriors being as talented as they are. That's how interesting they make this season's finals, right? We got already have odds for next season's finals because the Warriors are towering over everybody in the talent department. So next year, the sports book at Westgate in Las Vegas, they've released the odds of teams to win the NBA championship in 2020. The New York Knicks have the fourth best odds in the East because it's possible that they wow. might land Kevin Durant in free agency. They are just behind the Bucks, Celtics, and 76ers. Mm. Then you get the Knicks. That guy, if you think about the ripple effect, his decision, whether he stays with the Warriors or goes goes elsewhere... You talk about changing the entire landscape of the league if he goes to another team other than staying put with the Warriors. Yeah, he's one of those players, especially playing the way he's playing now. Um, I've said this a couple years ago, and I'll keep saying it. He's the only unguardable force in the NBA. Like, there's nothing you can do defensively, especially one-on-one, to stop him from scoring. His ball handling ability and his height and his ability to shoot from anywhere on the court makes him a threat, right? Like you can't put a big out there on him because he can go by him. You can't put a quick, strong guard, defensive guard on him because he can post him up and shoot over him. Once he gets to a spot, now here's a superstar who can shoot from the three, but his his mid-range game, which is a lost art in the NBA, in today's NBA, is tremendous. He'll get to his spot at the high elbow 
And it's like a layup. Every time he shoots it, I say I just scream out layup because he's he's completely he has the dirk shot. He has all of these things that you you he worked on, right? You remember he had one of the worst shooting percentages on the planet when he first got into the NBA because he was just taking anything. He was just taking any shot, but he worked on his game. And he's that guy now that you can go to. He joined a team that won 73 games, mm-hmm. right, with a two-time uh, reigning MVP, and they defer to him. You watch these games, and if you really sit down and you watch these games as a fan and understand what's going on, that whole team full of those stars defer to Kevin Durant. They run the offense through him. There's a reason for that. Well, there's no doubt he's nasty. We all know that. He is an unbelievable player. And I realize he gets shortchanged on props with the Warriors because of what you just said. He joined a 73-win team. But if you don't look at it from that perspective, look at where he left and look at OKC. They've lost in the first round three straight seasons. And you look at the Warriors, they're going to win a championship for a third straight season. KD might be finals MVP for a third straight season. So... Where he left and what OKC has been reduced to once he left, that just shows you everything you need to know about KD. And when it comes to changing the entire landscape of an entire league based on his decision, there's nobody that's even close to that type of power right here, right now. You could compare it to LeBron when he was leaving Cleveland and what they were reduced to. We're talking about the first time and, you know, they plummeted from 60 some wins to 19 or whatever it was. But even that, like LeBron staying put with the Cavs or leave it. Like if he had stayed put with Cleveland, they weren't a cinch to win a championship. Like the Warriors are as long as KD stays there. So I think KD with that dynamic and how they just have a stranglehold on the league as a whole with him staying there, I think it's much different than LeBron. I think that KD's in an even more powerful position than LeBron ever was. I I agree with that Um, because LeBron couldn't win, right? The narrative changed for LeBron when he went to Miami. As good as he was, right, since he's been in the league, he just couldn't get over that hump. And I get it. I understand that. The talent was lacking in uh, Cleveland at the time. He goes to Miami, but you got to realize what he joined in Miami. He joined Dwayne Wade, who was at the top of his game. Mm-hmm. Like, at the top. He joined Chris Bosh, who was 24 and 12 uh, uh, for his career. Right? So, And they're all the same age. LeBron's a couple years younger, but they all came in together. So it wasn't like it was a lot of heavy lifting for LeBron. And then you add those pieces around and they had a, a dynamic team, the Shane Battiers, the, those type of the Mike Millers, those type of guys that you need to to support the superstars. So now we're looking at LeBron. What he did in Cleveland was tremendous. I mean, beating that Golden State team in Cleveland was tremendous. But once again, who was taking the big shots? Kyrie Irving. When you look at who's taking the big shots for Golden State – with the greatest three-point shooters on the history in the history of the planet Earth, <laughs> they still defer to Kevin Durant to take that shot. That's saying a tremendous 
amount about Kevin Durant and his abilities and what his teammates think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, (laughs) I hope for the betterment of the league. And he's not going to do it for that reason. He's going to look out for himself, as he should. And hopefully he thinks, hey, man, I haven't gotten the shine that I deserve. So I'm going to go to the Knicks. And if I win there, they can't deny me. They're going to give me a mountain of props. I hope he looks at it like that. I hope he goes that path. But it would be such a better product if he leaves and goes somewhere else. I, Think I, about what I, the playoffs would be right now if he was on the Knicks. Like, You'd have to be watching all these games. You watching the game last night between the Blazers and the Nuggets? You're now thinking the winner of this series, they got a chance to win it all. You know, you don't have that thought with the Warriors having KD. No, you don't. And let me ask you this, B. If he does decide, if Kevin Durant does decide to go to the Knicks next year and the Knicks get the number one pick in the draft, Mm -hmm. they end up getting Zion or whatever, you know, they do before the draft. Would you, if you're the Knicks, would you keep Zion Williamson or would you trade him for or trade the pick for Anthony Davis. Wow. Plus, plus, well, I don't know, Drew Holiday or whatever, whatever that is. Well, if you could get, if I could get the proven commodity, I'd go with AD. I don't know if it would take just that to get AD, but if I could, I would. I would go with him because I would go with the proven guy. And I know there's some injury concerns with AD and all of that, but yeah, I would go with the brow over Zion. What would you do? I think I lean towards that, especially if you're an organization. Now, in the long run, you can look back and be like, well, if Zion pans out to be what people think or Instagram believes he can be. Yeah. But in that wide open Eastern Conference, if you can put KD oh, and gosh. Anthony Davis together <laughs> on the court with, the, yeah. with, with those young, talented guards, I mean – Goodness gracious. I'm the, you're the, talking about a, a win now. Yeah. Right? Not yeah. A, in five years. You're yeah, talking about a it's win a great now. Question. The only thing is you got to think of the contracts too, you know, and that's where it's a risk. You get Zion on the cheap. You don't get AD on the cheap, you know. You get him on this uh, crazy contract because, of course, you're not going to make that move without extending him, you know. Right. So there's that aspect to it also. Um, so there's a few layers to it, but – Zion, that, that's the question mark is, I think he'd be really good. I don't think he's going to be AD good in the NBA. Yeah, because uh-huh. AD, man. Oh, that guy. It's just because he's playing for New Orleans. He doesn't get the individual credit he deserves. That dude is unbelievable. He's unreal. I mean, he was scoring 40 and and he had 40 and 20 games. Like, that's that's where it is. Yeah. And You know who else, uh, Ephraim, you know who else is unbelievable, by oh, the way? Let me guess. I'll give you one guess. Is his first name Steve? It is Steve Bartholomew wow. DeSager. That is right. <laughs> nice. He's with us this evening. Good evening, gentlemen. And you mentioned the Knicks, by the way. I looked it up. They've had one 50-win season in about the last 20 years. Goodness. Remember they had that incredible run to the finals in the late 90s. And I'm not sure what they've done since, actually, in the last 20 years. So you know what a great basketball crowd that can be. If the Knicks that was, had anything, this place, that, that was place would under, go nuts. That was under Mike Woodson, too, wasn't it? Who got ran out of town. 
Mike I'm Woodson. Sure Mike Woodson probably looks at that like, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Wow, a lot of success. Oh, the fifty wins. Yeah, yeah. A few yeah, years ago. Yeah. 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 No, I would. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, like Van Gundy coaching them twenty years ago. That's the last time you had Knicks teams that were actually a threat every year. It's been a long, long time. Well, we're going to lead with the Kentucky Derby and how it sounded. First off, the call. Maximum security. Country has one two down to the line. Maximum security wins the Kentucky Derby. Or not, because later, after review... So for the first time in the history of the Kentucky Derby, the horse that crossed the line first has been disqualified. This is NBC. After the objection, Country House wins the Kentucky Derby. And Country House was a 65-1 to 1 long shot. It was its rider that objected. The horse wasn't directly affected, but the rider was right there to see the obvious veer out of the path and the final turn coming off the rail. Maximum security is disqualified, had been one of the favorites. Country House winning the Kentucky Derby. Amazing. NBA playoffs. There is one game tonight. We're a few minutes away from tip still. Golden State up two games to none playing at Houston. Injury note, Raptors forward Pascal Siakam, who's had a great postseason, is doubtful for tomorrow at Philadelphia with a bruised calf. He's averaging 23 points a game in these playoffs. Philadelphia leads the second round series two games to one. Two NHL games tonight. Each of these second round series is tied at two games apiece. Boston at home leads one nothing mid-second period against the Blue Jackets. It'll be Colorado at San Jose after 10 p.m. Eastern time. Jason Duffner fell to a tie for first at the PGA event in Charlotte. Rory McIlroy is two shots back. Boxing tonight, Canelo Alvarez against Daniel Jacobs. Middleweight unification bout in Vegas. As for Major League Baseball on FS1, the Cubs won their sixth straight, beating St. Louis 6-5. to five. And there's Weak. baseball on FS1. You didn't like the Grand Slam? Didn't like that. There is a baseball on FS1 right now. It's an A's tied 3-3 at Pittsburgh. Josh Bell with a couple homers. He has eight for the Pirates. Brewers lead the Mets 2-1 in the bottom of the fifth inning. Earlier wins for Minnesota and for Cleveland, which got a 5-4 win over Seattle. The Mariners have dropped six straight. Back to the show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And guys, how about this? Dateline, Findlay, Ohio. A golfer got his first hole-in-one ever this week at a course there in that state. And six holes later, got another one. The Findlay Courier says the 62-year-old golfer was Monday morning out on the course when it was rainy and blustery and a lot of people begged off on playing at that golf course that day. Not this Findlay resident who used an 8-iron to ace both the second hole, 135 yards, and the eighth hole, 138 yards, finished with a round of 89. Uh, The National Hole-in-One Registry says the odds of making two aces in the same round, about 67 million to one. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Slightly larger than Country House's odds to win the Derby. Although odds to win the Derby after disqualification, that would be about 67 million to one, come to think of it, since it had never happened before in the history of the Derby. Can you imagine, Steve, having a winning betting slip <laughs> no. and being like, I won, baby, and then that horse gets disqualified. And they wouldn't cash it during the 15 minutes they're looking at video because there's an inquiry up on the board and the, sorry, sorry, the line is stalled here. We're not cashing. Man, oh man. Good stuff by you, Steve DeSager. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 
It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. <sighs> so we from, here we go, more of the dork tweets out there. We appreciate the tweets. We just disagree with the logic. Adam checks in and says, the Rockets are winning the next two home games and tying the series up, guaranteed. Hashtag run as one. Okay. You just uh, tweeted the uh, hand to the chin emoji. Kind of like, hmm, you know? I don't know if I quite agree with that. There's another one that's way worse. Mike says the Bucks or Sixers are winning the championship this year. They will end the Warriors' title hopes in the NBA Finals. I get this all the time. It's a steady diet of the Warriors aren't winning a championship this year. And it just, it makes me laughy from where if you were to tweet, hey, hey, puncher's chance, Sixers, you never know. Maybe I would look at that and say, you're not a complete crazy person. <laughs> but when you're calling your shot, like Warriors are going down. Lock I'm it like, in. Oh my gosh. What are these people saying over here, Ephraim? Look, so... I understand fandom. I love fandom. I, I've i had an opportunity to play a professional sports, so I admire. I love fans. Some are a little ridiculous. And even on teams I played for, you over, you know, you, you look past the ridiculousness of fans, right? Mm-hmm. So when you see statements like this, you're like, okay, I get it. It's either a hatred for the Warriors or a love for either the Bucks or the 76ers, and I get that. But when you break the games down and when you really look at the games, the fact that Ben Simmons cannot make a jump shot makes it right. easy for, oh. for, for teams to create a defense to just erase him from the game, right? So when you really get down to it in a series, you can design a defense to make him shoot jump shots. Right, so when when you have that type of deficiency in your starting lineup, it's hard to come against a behemoth like the Golden State Warriors, where there aren't a lot of deficiencies. Even with the Andrew Bogut at the at the starting lineup, it's one of the, mm-hmm. the best bigging, uh, best passing big men in the league right now. Right, so w- when you have holes, and and, and in terms of the Bucks. Giannis is amazing, right? He's amazing, but you can take the ball out of his hands. You can design mm-hmm. a defense to make him shoot three-pointers, right. which he can hit. He's not terrible at them. But what Giannis and the Bucks do best is he gets into the paint and he kicks out. It's drive-and-kick offense, right? He'll either get to the rim and score over the little opponent – with a dunk, layup, or whatever that is. And if there's a rim protector there, everyone collapses, he kicks out, and they've aligned the 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 they've aligned um the perimeter guys with guys who can really shoot. Right? So they're driving kick. There's also a defense to nullify that. Because if you let everyone stay home, right? Don't help out. We'll take our chances with him driving. That's fine. Giannis himself can have 45, but when you look across the aisle at, at, at Golden State and they got three guys in the 30s, right, per game, 28 here, 32 there, or one steps out and has 42, that's a lot of firepower. I just think it's funny that Mike puts 
the Bucks or the Sixers. I can't, I can't call it there. But either one, or they're going to beat the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just a, see, that's a hatred for the Warriors. <laughs> Right, he didn't. He didn't even say the we Rockets. Teams, right, he, yes. but he didn't even say the Rockets will beat the Warriors. He was just like uh, somebody from the East. Bucks or Sixers, you know, they both take it, them down. I just can't call it which of the two are going to be in the finals. But either way, the Warriors are going down. Okay, all right, yeah, interesting. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. And by the way, you can hit us up on Twitter at the No Show at Ephraim Salam. Definitely go there and see the big man in his disco gear. In the Afro. It is absolutely worth checking out. No doubt about it. Coming up next from the Geico Studios. I know, Ephraim, you have a general dislike for kickers, you know? But there's a story involving a kicker that I don't think you're going to object to. We'll dive into that next. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio coming to you from the Geico Studios. You know, Ephraim, uh, 
Well, as the Warriors, wow, crazy. They're off to a good start. That's weird. They're up 18 <laughs> to 11. How, who could have imagined something like this, Ephraim? Yeah, it's uh, pretty far-fetched. Wow, crazy. Thought the Rockets were evening the series. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But we'll see. Long game. Yeah, long game. The problem I have with the Rockets, honestly, and this, the lack of defense, that's, it is what it is. D'Antoni's teams have always been offensive-minded from the beginning of time. I get it. I understand it. But the problem I have with them is they pass up great shots. I know. <laughs> Especially layups or things like that. They pass that's, up great shots. I cannot do it, man. I cannot it. take that. Yeah. Right? You can't pass up a great shot and fling the ball out to th- – you know, 40 feet and, and shoot a three. Like, guys will break the defense down, get to the heart of the lane, and instead yeah. of shooting a floater, they swing you. the – like, they'll shoot 53s in a game. I know. W- I with know. ease. They'll we got to dive shooting. into that. I hate it. We'll do that. Top of the hour, I want to get into that because I hate when something isn't working and they'll stick with it. And there are a few examples of that. When the three-point shot just isn't dropping, teams will be like, well, next one might. You know, <laughs> In another sport, if the running game in football was not working at all, it's not going to happen tonight. You would be crushing the head coach or the offensive coordinator for continuing to run the ball for no gain after no gain after no gain. I don't know why it's different with three-point shooting, but we'll dive into that at the top of the hour. How about this, Ephraim? Kickers. I know they aren't exactly near and dear to your heart. You got love for your former teammate, Morton Anderson. I don't know if you have love for any other kickers than mm. Morton. You have anything? Anybody? Uh, um, Robbie, Robbie Gold. Really? I like Robbie. We're good. He's a good friend of mine. AJ Fee. He, good okay. friend of mine as well. I'm so happy that you said Robbie Gold because this is the story I wanted to talk about. So, Robbie Gold's with the 49ers right now. Mm-hmm. Former Bears kicker. Yep. Former Bears kicker Kevin Butler was a guest on ESPN 1000 this week, and he said something that caught my attention. Here's his quote, Kevin Butler. I've always said it to Robbie, be careful what you wish for sometimes because it's not easy to kick in Chicago. It's certainly not easy to kick in San Francisco, but he's found a situation out there where he's been as good as there is. Can you duplicate that by coming back to Chicago? I don't know. It's a scary thing to mess with your legacy, end quote. Okay, here's the thing. He makes a good point, Ephraim, and Robbie Gold's numbers have been better with the 49ers than with the Bears. He's been a great kicker both places. But this is what I dislike. I hate when athletes shy away from challenges because this might hurt my legacy. This might... This might hurt what I'm uh, going to be known as when I'm done. I, I don't like that. I wish you would. And this isn't what Robbie Gold's thinking is. This is more Kevin Butler's advice. But I dislike the advice, too. You know, I, I don't want athletes to be thinking, hey, I'm going to shy away from this because how am I going to be remembered? I want you to look at it and say, bring it on. And if it happens where it doesn't go my way, so be it. But I'm not shying away from anything. No. And, and to be a, an ultimate competitor challenges are challenges right so you don't go into a situation like i don't want to do that you know (laughs) that might be hard yeah but you do make decisions based on your skill set and what you think you can 
accomplished, not so much as legacy, but what you can do to help your team win the most. You know what I mean? Like when you're talking legacy, it's like the 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 body of your entire career opposed to I'm not going to go there. It's hard to work there. It's hard to shoot there. Mm-hmm. Right? I told, had a story about when I was a free agent and one of the first calls I got was Miami and then Baltimore. And I was thinking I was just getting serious with <laughs> With my wife, my my now wife, and I was like, uh, if I go to Miami, that might not work out for me. <laughs> so I chose I not to do it. Those I, that, that's yeah. that's different, right? Yeah, it wasn't because oh, that. it's hot down in Miami. I won't yeah, be able to, right. No, there's it was, a little bit of temptation. Like, on yeah, I I like to be a great and, man yeah. for my yeah. my fiance. That makes sense. But if it's hey, uh, it's a little hot in Miami. How is this going to impact my legacy? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. The word legacy is so overused in sports these days. Robbie Gold's been a great kicker. Is he going down? Like he has this pristine legacy right now that he shouldn't alter or <laughs> Come on, man. It's, it's just overused. No All one right, coming cares. up next. Yep. From the Geico studios, how go for it mode can come back to bite you in the rectum. That's appropriate music for tonight, don't you think, Ephraim? You're all decked out for disco night? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's got a little disco <clears throat> feel Bear. to it, right? A little bit. Coming back after every break, I need some straight-up disco, all right? Straight-up disco. I don't disco. know. That's a, Papa Bear likes to play the seven. No, we got, we got, a, good, we got a good relationship. Uh, songs we got each. Get, same seven. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to deviate from the same seven songs he uses every week, Ephraim. This is, that's funny. This, this is uh, changing things up. I don't eh. know. <laughs> um, you know, Ephraim, this is one of our our big sticking points on the show. You know how we have the list of agreement? And it's uh, well, it's a shorter list, you know? Yeah, the three, list it's been three years, and uh, the list, uh, it's like one... F- it's, you know, what do we have, four or five things on there? <laughs> it's like one thing for each year we've done a show. Yeah, we're talking big picture things. Like, we just basically agreed on Robbie Gold, and, you know, it's kind of ridiculous to consider your legacy when you're talking about maybe kicking for the Bears again and all of that. So we agree on stuff all the time, but it's got to be pinnacle-type stuff to be on the list, you know? It's got to be something in-depth. This is something that we disagreed about for a while. And it's not to bring up old stuff, but if you look at a couple of teams that went all in in an effort to try to run down the Warriors, they're not in a great spot right now. If you look at the Rockets, they've got to win four out of the next five games to beat the Warriors. Good luck with that. Because in the history of the NBA playoffs, teams that have a 2-0 lead, they've won 93.5% of the series. They are 286 and 20 if they have a 2-0 lead. So good luck with the Rockets. You know as well as I do, Ephraim, every you know onesie-wearing Rocket fan is going to come out of the woodwork if they win a game tonight and are trailing two games to one in the series. They're not winning four out of five. It's a wrap. No, I don't think so. And the fact that they signed Chris Paul to that huge deal last offseason was crazy yes. to me. Yes, and that that wasn't see, we agreed that wasn't yeah. going to push them over the edge. And what the Rockets were looking at, and Rockets fans are looking at, is if if Chris Paul wouldn't have got hurt, we would have beat him. We had him. 
So you can't quantify that what happened last year to now, right? Because number one, yeah. the Rockets have a different team. They're playing different. Uh, the loss of Trevor Ariza really hurts them mm-hmm. uh, in, in terms Bob of Mute uh, Bob Mute, yeah. right? That's Those were the defensive stalwarts on that team, which made them a, a formidable team last year. And now the philosophy of we're just going to keep shooting, when you get into the playoffs and you have two bad shooting games against a team like Golden State, it's over. Right? Like, you can't bounce back because even they have too many, right? Like, Austin Rivers is not going to put you over the top, right? Amon Shumpert, who barely plays, is not going to put you – it's not doing enough. The fact that uh, James Harden had to carry the load for this team the entire season – it doesn't bode well in the playoffs because well, now yeah. they're just all waiting on him to do his thing. Yeah, and he hasn't been that guy as we've seen numerous times in the playoffs. But this idea of being in go-for-it mode, Daryl Morey has said that he's obsessed with beating the Warriors. And sometimes you make bad decisions if that's the case. And I think they made a bad decision with Chris Paul to give him that much money for those many years, nuts. it's going to come back to absolutely hamstring them in the, the future. That's my deal. I have no problem with teams trying to make themselves better, tinkering with the roster, fine, but not at the expense of the future. You shouldn't mortgage the future to give yourself a better chance to hopefully take down the Warriors here and now. They still have all this talent, and if you are doing that in an effort to try to take them down right now, you still don't have the better roster, even when you're overextending yourselves <laughs> right. you and costing better. your future. You're Look still at the not Raptors. Better. Look at the Toronto Raptors, what they did bringing in Kawhi Leonard, which is going to result in a one-season rental, and they're down 2-1 against Philly. They might not even survive the second round. Yeah, it just when you don't have the pieces and you go for the quick fix – opposed to we're going to build this team out the right way. Right? They, they Toronto, look, they they decided, look, we're going to roll the dice. Maybe we'll have some success, maybe he'll love it up here. Maybe Drake can put him in a song. Whatever whatever <laughs> whatever that reason was. But you don't take a Southern California kid and move him to another country where it's 20 below zero right now. Like that's just okay. Uh-huh. It's, it's it's cool. Drake is cool, and, you know, the Poontang that they have up here, what is it What is it called? <laughs> what? The, What's uh, going on Poutang, what is it? Poutang, right? It, it, it's Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. No, it's Poutang. The, the, uh, <laughs> Stop saying that, please. It's Poutang, not that other thing. It's the fries with the... Oh, with the, oh. Right? Dude, I actually dumped you. <laughs> Why would you dump? Don't dump. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey man, don't be I hitting like, the dump button on me. What does Toronto have up there? What's going on? Like he it's might poutine. stay. It's poutine. Second That's poutine. It's not. Yeah, it's not the other. Don't say the other word. I didn't say the other okay. word. <laughs> I had to dump you, man. I'm sorry. That's disgusting, man. <laughs> I have, I'm sorry, brother. I'm shaving your beard after the show just for that.
But anyway, that's not enough to keep them up there. It's, it's not. You know, they need to win a, a title, and then he can be like, oh, okay, we can get something going up here. But outside of that, good luck. So when the, what the Rockets are doing, when they did that Chris Paul thing, which was nutso to me. Yeah. What is wide open as the free agent market was last year, that's what they did. So now you got a bunch of guys who, okay, you bring Nene, Nene can come in, and you got a bunch of small guards, and they all have the green light to shoot. But that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Look, Chris Paul hasn't played badly this year. But he's not that. He's not the same guy. No, he's not that. Already he's not living up to his contract, and it's just going to get worse the next season, the season after, the season after. Because his body's betraying him yep. as a younger guy. You think it's going to reverse course as an older guy? <laughs> like, that's not how it works. And I just, in a way, I got a kick out of this soundbite. Because this is the Raptors head coach, Nick Nurse. This was after the Raptors lost to Philly by 21 points in game three. Listen to what he says. And keep in mind how they overextended themselves bringing in Kawhi Leonard for a one-season rental. We got outplayed, Doug, in, in just about every area we could get outplayed. Just just in overall, you know, physicality, energy, cutting, uh, rebounding, passing, you know, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. I think we, we got thoroughly outplayed. <laughs> like every category you could go down. Yeah, outplayed here, passing, yeah, like beat us in that. All right, rebounding, yeah, we sucked there. Like <laughs> you went all in and you're not going to survive the second round. And having Siakam hurt. For game four, this series is pretty much a wrap at this point. But even if you got out of the East, you're not taking down the Warriors, you know? So that's what I dislike. I dislike when teams not just try to get better. It's that they try to get better at the expense of the future. And why would you limit your own window? Why wouldn't you wait for a better championship window when hopefully KD isn't with the Warriors and you've got a better chance to compete? The Raptors right now, let's say KD goes to the Knicks. Let's say he leaves the the Warriors. You're going to be in a much worse position for Toronto to try to compete with them next season. That's stupid. Yeah, it, it, you just got to be real strategic about how you're putting these teams together and how you're spending that money. Um, because you do have to look at the big picture. And you have to look at competition. And, of course, Golden State's getting older. We don't know what's going to transpire after this year for Golden State. Right with Clay himself, even though he says he wants to stay, he doesn't mind being third wheel. Kevin Durant hasn't said anything. Speculation is he's leaving somewhere. One of the L.A. teams or possibly New York. So you know, looking at that landscape, Iguodala be a year older, Livingston be a year older. You know, there will be no Boogie Cousins. So the team is going to the the landscape of that Golden State team is going to be completely different. Knowing Absolutely knowing what you're going up against while you're building your team is key. You got to know your needs, what you need. Number one, what do I need to get out of my conference? Right? If you're playing on the West, you got to, you know, beat Golden State early. If you're playing on the East, what are the things that I need to get out of the Eastern Conference? And then, you know, we'll take the, the finals as they come. But what do I need to put on the court in the Eastern Conference to so LeBron's gone. It's wide mm-hmm. open. What do I need to do? Well, I'll tell you what. You need something from Kyle Lowry. If you're oh the Raptors. Oh, my goodness gracious. Playoff Lowry is, man. 
Game three, seven points, two for 10 from the field and got elbowed in the groin by Ben Simmons <laughs> on top of that, which, uh, which doesn't help. By the way, have you noticed this? We got to get into this coming up, Ephraim. Adam Silver, maybe it's dawned on you from time to time. He doesn't have a backbone. Like he <laughs> is not even close to the commissioner in terms of being an enforcer like David Stern was. And I, I just don't like where the NBA is, uh, where it's headed with that in mind. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, we'll talk about a little bit more about that. Some of the dust-ups in the playoffs thus far, no suspensions. Is Adam Silver screwing up on the job? I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. By the way, Discover alerts you. 
if they find your social security on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. This is this is one of the more popular disco hits from don't, 50 don't, Cent. Don't do it. That's what he wants. He wants you to engage him. So you just oh, ignore okay. him. What? This him. is Disco Inferno. Let's just move on. See, you <laughs> open the door for him to say that on the airwaves. I love Papa Bear's mind. It's great. Like, hey, can you play some disco songs, Papa Bear? And Papa Bear plays Disco Inferno. That's awesome. I actually, I didn't catch the tie-in right there. You probably caught it right away, didn't you, Ephraim? I just You're ignore him. I do. You I really ignore him. him. Trust me. He yeah. hates me so much. Life is going to be better for you if you just ignore him. You know, how about this, what's going on in the NBA with, uh, let's just take the Blazers Nuggets series for a second, right? Toward the end of game two, you had Jamal Murray from the Nuggets go out to midcourt during a timeout. He wasn't on the floor, Ephraim. He comes out from the bench area during a timeout he starts talking smack to Ennis Cantor. He thought that Cantor pushed his teammate Tory Craig to the floor. It didn't happen. Cantor was actually pushed by Jokic and then fell into Tory Craig. But the details, it doesn't really matter. Jamal Murray comes off the bench and comes to midcourt to talk trash. Nothing. No suspension, no nothing. Now you go back to the David Stern era where if your left pinky toe goes on the court during an altercation, <laughs> or if you are escalating an altercation, you're initiating it, you're going to get suspended. Letter of the law, maybe that was a little heavy-handed in some instances, but that's where it was. Now, all of a sudden, during a timeout, like this is way different than any other time, just because it's a timeout, oh, completely different. You can come out to midcourt and talk trash and escalate an altercation and have nothing done to you. Like that is just begging for things to then get out of hand and a fight to take place and all of that. You don't want that as a league, but Adam Silver, he is far too lenient and that leniency is going to come back to bite him one of these days. I, I don't think, I think because it was a timeout, there is no rule in place that says the states that players can't come off the uh, from the bench area during the timeout. That's just what it is. I mean, because guys are moving around. People are, the whole team is pretty much on the floor. Coaches are right. on the floor. So I think that's where they stand there. Okay, yeah, he did come out and have some things to say, but it was a, during a dead ball situation. It was a timeout. Once you start doing things like that in the flow of the game, when the game is going on or if a scuffle happens and you come out onto the court, those are different dynamics. You can control that situation when it's a dead ball, right? Like because now there's no game action, right? The referees and, and coaches can handle that situation. But during the course of a game, live ball action, a fight breaks out, and then you fly onto the court from the bench, then, you know, you can hurt somebody or you can get hurt because people don't, you're not in the game. You're not involved. Right. But I look at it differently. I hear everything that you're saying and I get it. And there's going to be some gray area when it comes to a timeout. Cause just like you said, all right, timeout. And you see guys from the bench start to walk onto the floor and, you know, give their teammates high fives, you know, pat them on the back, whatever, you know, and that you're not going to get suspended for that, but you shouldn't then be able to, 
walk out to half court to talk trash like that. That is you want to talk about gray areas. That's the gray area where if you can get away with that, you could have enforcers on the bench. And just because it's this magical land of no suspensions during timeouts, you could go out to midcourt, start talking smack, yeah, but, escalate a situation. But you're not going to get gonna punched or it's, it's not going to happen. Right. When you have your enforcers, they're not going to come out during a timeout and clothesline anybody. It's just not going to happen like that. If you, I mean, honestly, trash talking is happening throughout the course of the entire game. Guys right, on the but bench, not with bench guys, guys on, going onto the floor. To no, not it. on the floor, but when the action comes down in front of the bench, there's so much trash talking. I mean, it's out of control, some of the things you <laughs> people say to each other and, and the things you hear when you sit that close to the action. That's where I sit when I'm in the games. But, um, you, you know, you get to hear all all sorts of things. So the, the trash talk is constant. It doesn't go away. It doesn't stop. So someone coming out during a timeout to talk trash, It, it I mean, that's – to me, it's not something you should be like, oh, we have to crack down on this because all hell's going to break loose. I do because you go back to go back to when Greg Anthony was in the NBA and he was he wasn't even active. He was in street clothes and came off the bench and started swinging on Kevin Johnson. Was, so this you know has happened before. That doesn't happen. It's like, a long this time not, ago. This is not even these NBA players not even built like that. <laughs> right? Like, what, look like, at the culture of the NBA. They're not built like that. They're not... They don't come from that's and it's a different era, right? We're we're living in the AAU era of basketball. We still have the same rules from you know the Amari Stoudemire, Boris Diaw getting suspended when Robert Ory hip checked Steve Nash into the scorers <laughs> right? table. You know that was back then. Like that's what I'm having a, a tough time with. The rules are if there is some sort of altercation on the court, you're in the bench. You're in the bench area. You can't leave the bench even a tad or you're suspended. But if you happen to be on the bench and there's a timeout, well, you can waddle all the way out to midcourt and start talking trash. Have at it. Like, that doesn't add up at all. Yeah, but it's not severe. It's not that severe, right? Because that situation can easily be contained, like opposed to when the game is actually going on. So look at that. He passed up. I hate it, man. (laughs) You saw that play, right? James Harden. Well, you're you're on the LA feed. Okay, so but look, you give me watch it right there. Right? No, yeah. you see you see it right. I'm seeing. Uh, I've got James Harden on the wing, step back three, and misses pretty much everything. No, Was that the play you were no, talking the about? The one prior that? to that, like so, he dribbled, crossed over, lost Steph Curry. And he was right around the probably the, I'll say the the corner right there by the the free throw line. He backs all the way back up past it. No one was in front of him. Easy 15-foot jump shot. He backs all the way back up to the three-point line and shoots the three-pointer and misses. They got the rebound. That's when he just airballed the next one. That's the type of basketball I'm not a fan of, right? You lose your guy at the elbow. You back up to shoot a three opposed to a 15-foot jump shot? What world are we living in? I could just picture you as a youth basketball coach and somebody doing exactly what you just described. Oh, you got you to go home. You got to get your mama, tell your mama to come get you. You're not, re- you're not built for this game. You would lose your mind. I would. I would go this? crazy. Also with uh, Adam Silver, the lenient commissioner, Adam Silver, lack of backbone, if you will. You want to go more uh, elaborate. You see this last night, Ennis Cantor with the Blazers. He's uh 
jostling with uh, Jokic for a potential rebound. It's a free throw, so they're next to each other on the block, right? Boxing each other out for the rebound. And Jokic takes and just swings his arm into Ennis Cantor's injured shoulder. Total cheap shot. Complete cheap shot. And I'm not confident anything will be done about it. Um, Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. But I will say that that's basketball. That's sport in general. That's just how it goes, man. That's how if something is hurt on you in football or any sport, there people yeah. they're gonna target that. That's just what they're it gonna is. test it. Of course. Sure, I, I get that, but that's a foul. Like what Jokic did right there, that's absolutely a foul. And the, it's a cheap shot. It is. It, the problem is no one's looking for it. Right? So the refs aren't looking at that like, oh, oh he, he he fouled him. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Yeah. So for them to, I mean, if they came back and and gave that, like, what would they do? What would the league do with that? Well, they should. They're not going to find them. Absolutely, should be a flagrant one, at the least, a flagrant one. No, 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 no. Absolutely, that's unnecessary. You can't swing your arm in an effort to injure an already injured player. You know, further you, you injury. You sounding real soft right now, man. Dude, I'm just telling you, like, this This is the day and age in the NBA. You know this. I dislike it, but these are the rules. How many times do you get these old school basketball players, the retired guys like Reggie Miller, and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, they're going to go to the replay. And for years it was like they're going to see if this is a flagrant one. Unbelievable. They have actually adapted to the way the game is officiated these days. So that's the way it is. Something like that, flagrant one, that's an unnecessary action by Jokic. He's on the block and he just swings into Ennis Cantor, who has a separated shoulder. Total cheap shot. Not going to happen. That's at least a flagrant one. No, very least. because things like that happen during the Florida game a hundred times, a basketball game. I, show me another one. Show me another one where it's a blatant cheap shot into a guy's shoulder. Like, I get this, Ephraim. I, I agree with you. If another player has an injury within the flow of the game, if you can target that area. If you out there, bro, then you out there. If you're injured and you can't take the hit or the contact, you can't be out there. So if you step across that line, all bets are off. You're going to get what you get. Again, if it's legal, no problem. If Jokic is setting this incredibly hard screen on Cantor, and it just so happens to be on his separated shoulder. So be it. I'm not going to be like, hey, that's not fair. But if you aren't doing something that's legal, that's a cheap shot. Then what Jokic did is completely cheap on the block there. Stuff happens on that block all the time, man. <laughs> I'm telling Jesus. you. If you're going to start picking those things out, then you're going to be here all day. Like the, the league is going to have to review every free throw Every this, every that, because that's it happens all. The, I'm telling you, it happens all the time. That wasn't so egregious to me watching that play. It wasn't that egregious. I get it. Was it right? No. Was it Bush no. League? Yes. Yes. But the, the league isn't going to come down with a heavy hammer on that. It's uh, not going to happen. One, no shot. Minimum. No Ennis shot. Cantor, he tweeted out this picture <laughs> and put, take a freaking look at this, please. <laughs> it was directed to the NBA officiating uh, 
crew. Nah, he's snitching. He out there snitching now. Okay. Okay, cool. you dislike this too. Okay, so you would call out Cantor more than Jokic here? This is what you're going to do. You're going to get the ball on the box the next time. You're going to drop step and you're going to put him in the rim. That's how you do that. That's how you get back at him. You drop step and you put him in the rim. That's what you Go for. Yeah, that's what you great. do. Within the flow of the game, great. Have at it. This isn't, and I love the old school, like 90s basketball, 80s basketball, where think of the Jordan rules. The Pistons used to beat the hell out of Michael Jordan. That's the way it was in that era. That's not what this era is. So you got to adapt with the way the game is officiated now. That's a flagrant foul. <laughs> That's it's absolutely a flagrant one by Jokic. It's not a flagrant foul. It, I'm, I'm just telling it's you, not, don't be shocked. You know what it is? It's a referee blow the whistle and give him a warning. That's what that is. It's not a flagrant. It's not a flagrant foul. It's not. That, no, that would not. be in the nineties. You know, it's not. Uh, not in twenty nineteen. It's t- a different. I'm, I'm letting you know. It's. I, I'm seriously. Mark my words. The, the NBA. What is uh. it? They can't police all of that. Well, the, Terry you can, Stotts, you said can, you can get back at that player. You have the ability to get back at that player. That's the whole thing. Stotts called it uncalled for. And certainly didn't approve of it. That was both of his quotes. Of and he course. said he hasn't he hasn't heard back from the league office whether they're going to like retroactively assess a technical play on. No. No. You can't have that. Play that's, on. It's so cheap. And that's a foul. That's the whole point. Like that's a foul. It's a you foul. That, he right? fouled me. Foul. Yeah. Are you telling me that's not a foul? It so you is can do a that. Foul. Okay, then what are we talking about here then? You acted You're like, talking about a flagrant one. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. Yeah, That's man. That's not a flagrant. Oh, my <laughs> yes. God. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Well, um, this is not right. making the book, so let's move on. It's not. Yeah. Great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. Here with us this evening, the great Steve Lorenzo DeSager. He actually has the same middle name as Brett Favre. I don't know if you really? knew that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, earlier in the segment, Ephraim was mentioning the things you can hear when you're that close to an NBA game. Just through dumb luck, I was placed by the official score covering a Clippers game years ago when Earl Boykins was playing for the Clippers. Five foot five, 135, one of the shortest guys in NBA history. He gets ready to check into the game as a sub, takes the warm-ups off, and then the ball boy comes to go pick up the warm-ups, and then referee Joey Crawford looks over and he says, which one of you is coming in? That is funny. <laughs> wow. If, That's if hilarious. only the ref had been mic'd up in that game, but it was just a regular uh, regular season game. At Houston, it's Rockets 46-41 over Golden State. Three and a half minutes to go in the first half. The three-point shooting really hasn't been there for either side. For the Rockets, four of 15 from long distance. In fact, James Harden with six points in the first half, and they are winning at home. Harden, two of nine shooting. Steph Curry has 12 points to lead his team, but from long distance, he is one of five. The Warriors lead this second round series two games to none. It is Houston in the lead. Now three minutes to go in the first half as Harden just hits a three. 49-41 Rockets. Raptors forward Pascal Siakam doubtful for tomorrow at Philadelphia with a bruised calf. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the NHL, Boston now up 2-0 at home over Columbus. Under 10 minutes to go. 
The winner tonight takes a three games to two series lead. Avalanche at Sharks coming up after 10 p.m. Eastern. The Kentucky Derby went to Country House after the disqualification of first place maximum security. Major League Baseball at the seventh inning stretch on FS1. They're continuing to play in the rain at Pittsburgh, and the A's are holding on to a 4-3 lead. Braves have won 9-2 at Miami. Another Marlins loss. They're 9-23, worst in the majors. Orioles got a win, 3-0 over the Rays. And today the Cubs won their sixth straight, 6-5 against St. Louis. The guys are back in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And guys, I must mention what happened to the White Sox left-hander Manny Benuelos starting against the Red Sox tonight. He retired the first eight batters, and then let's say a rally was started in the third by Boston with two outs. In fact, it wound up, if you can believe this, by the time the manager pulled the starter, he was down 9-1, to one, a nine-run inning, and the Red Sox had 10 straight hits against the same guy oh, before Lord. he got pulled. <laughs> what was the manager doing, sleeping? <laughs> Thank you. The uh, Rockies apparently have the major league record of 11 straight hits in one inning against whatever pitchers. That was Coors Field 2010. But tonight, 10 straight hits for Boston against the same guy. Back to you. Jeez. Wow, good stuff, Steve. I sounds like uh, Billy Donovan or Mike D'Antoni, who don't make many adjustments. Right. They're just like... We're just going to ride it out. Just Maybe he'll get this next guy out. <laughs> that's that's what those coaches do. Hey, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So there was something that Mike Malone... Nuggets head coach said, this is after game two, Ephraim, and Denver was terrible shooting the three that game. They were six for 29. Now, I bring this up because we're watching the Rockets right now, and you'll remember they went 0 for 27 for one stretch, game seven of the Western Conference Finals last season, right? So listen to what Mike Malone says about his Nuggets. This is game two when the Nuggets at home couldn't buy a three. Here's what he had to say. You know, you go six of 29 from the three. At halftime, we were four of 20. Um, got some good looks, but I felt in that first half especially, if you're not making shots, you know, maybe attack the basket, maybe get to the foul line, maybe get to the rim. Uh, and we were getting such open looks. I understood our players shooting the shot, but when you're not having a night where you're making shots consistently, um, you know, you got to attack the basket. You know, you got to put pressure on the rim. You got to think attack instead of settle. It's- He's completely right. And yet you will see a lot of teams that on a particular evening, they're just ice cold from outside and they'll keep bombing away. I don't get that. I completely side with Mike Malone, what he was saying about game two. 100%. And that's been the argument, right? Like if you're what Rockets were, they missed 27 in a row last playoffs. Yeah. Like at no point in time were they just like, okay, Let's scrap that. Right. Okay, let's just hey, time out. Everybody come over. Let's work on mid-range to post, right? Let's get in the post. Let's get some easy, quick baskets. Yeah. Right? You just Harden drive. Just drive, drive the a, basketball. Yeah. It's easy. It really is easy to settle for a three-pointer in the NBA because with ball movement, you'll be wide open. You'll be able to get the shot off. 
So it's easy to fall in love with doing that. It's the coach's responsibility to tell you, hey, no. And they're fast, too. They come down and they just jack them up. No Mm -hmm. rebounding, you know, one-on-three fast break, shoot the three, things like that. That that just hampered the natural flow of the basketball game. And, yeah, it's all good when you're hitting them, you're hitting them. But when you're one-on-one and all you're doing is shooting threes, as we watch the Rockets just continue to shoot threes, just miss (laughs) them. That's right. Yep. One after another, one after another, instead of just driving to the basket, doing a layup. It's to the point now where, I I mean, layups are wide open because nobody takes them. Nobody yeah. takes him. When you don't have a rim protector in in the middle of the key, just, you know, I was watching Chris Paul have Draymond Green on him. Why don't you just drive around him? Yeah. Right? But no, you want to do a step-back three-pointer with someone who's seven inches taller than you. Right. It, it doesn't make sense. There are times where I get it from an analytical standpoint and don't, don't you can hit threes. I, I don't, I'm not it it to makes that. sense, though, from like that's you might not like it, but it's the truth. If you are proficient hitting threes, it's going to matter than hitting twos. That's just simple math. But if it's one of these where you're taking difficult threes or on an evening where you can't buy a three, it doesn't make sense to keep doing that. Look at Harden. He goes right to the rack. Two points. That's not a bad thing. Like, it shouldn't be looked at as, well, we could have had one more point had he made a three, even though he drove in and got us a deuce. Like, that's how it's thought about, and it's faulty thinking from that standpoint. Yeah, I agree. When you you can't tell me that a three-point shot is easier than the layup. Not buying it. Right. It's not going to buy it. There's nothing you can – it's nothing – you can do to convince me a three uh, uh, a three pointer. I don't care how wide open you are, is easier than a layup. It's not going to work. Sorry. I would agree with that. We can put that on the list. Put it on the put it in the book. Put it in the book. Yep. I don't know if it's a book yet. It's it's not even quite two pages in length. The list of agreements here, but uh, we added one to it. Right, glass half full, big man. Glass half full. All right, coming up next from the the uh, Geico Studios, a certain quarterback, does he deserve credit for an approach that he's taking that is unconventional? It's the, I'm Brian No, He is he from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing, and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He is Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio coming to you from the Geico Studios. Has he played any disco, Ephraim? You're all dressed up. People are just joining us right now. Ephraim is dressed up in disco gear. Great outfit, white outfit. You got the afro going. And this is to raise funds for what is it, Ephraim? Carpenter Elementary School in Studio City. Gotcha. So it's going down tonight. It's going Auction, down tonight. Shindig. By the way, from a uh, side note here, before we get to a quarterback who deserves some props, depending on your perspective, the reason I asked you at the beginning of the show, which you turned into a slavery joke, which is always <laughs> a riot. <laughs> Sorry. I was there. It's like low-hanging fruit, man. You just got to take it. 
This was uh, in Fresno. I was doing radio there, and they had it was for a good cause where they would have guys that it was like a dating package, and the people would bid on it and whatever. And so I was single at the time. I was like, hey, why not? And so I was supposed to take someone out to a hockey game, and it was like the sports package, right? So I'm on stage, and the guy, there's an auctioneer. And he know the auctioneers were like, hey, give me you know, 300, give me 300. I'm like, hey, 300 bucks, that's not bad. The next thing I know, he's like, hey, give me 150. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? We're going, we're going south You're here. going backwards. Yeah. And so it didn't work out well. I produced a low dollar amount. It was a lady who had actually bought a date package with somebody else as well. So it didn't work out very well for me, big man. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. I don't think you have a whole lot of sympathy for that. No, that's funny. No. (laughs) But it all worked out well with the lovely Christina now. So Right. Oh, and by the way, um, I don't want to be gross or anything, but when I went back to where I was staying, so this is a whole thing, Ephraim. I don't want to bore you with this whole thing, but it was a, a nationwide work reduction, the place I worked at at the time. So they let about 2,000 people go across the country. So I was out of work, and I was staying at a friend's house. It was my guy, Fred, his wife, Gloria, and they let me stay at their place. So they had a couple of cats. So I got home after this dating auction goes south, and I'm rustling around for some food or something. I stepped on something. Cat vomit. Oh. Yeah. That's where I was at one point in my life. Wow. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Go closer to you now. <laughs> I think we've bonded over that. We have bonded. Cat vomit brought us together. It does. It Good. does. All right. So how about this, big man? Tom Brady. He goes on with Jimmy Kimmel. And did you see the video with Matt Damon? Did you see where they uh, Tom Brady threw a, a football through the window of what was supposed to be Matt Damon's house? It's very funny. If you didn't catch it, I highly recommend it. But the point I want to bring up on our show this evening is Brady talking about taking less money than he could command. So Jimmy Kimmel's like, you, you should be the highest paid guy in the league, right? Like, does it bother you not being the highest paid guy? Here's what Tom Brady I had to say. I think the thing I've always felt for me in my life, you know, winning has been a priority, and my wife makes a lot of money, so. I see. Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> that works out I, well. I'm a, I'm a little smarter than you think. I, no. I actually, oh, yeah. it's a salary cap. Everyone, you know, you can only spend so much, and the more that, you know, one guy gets is less for others, and I think for a competitive advantage standpoint, I'd like to, you know, get a lot of good I players around I hope the Patriots me. appreciate that you do that. I really Thank do. You. So there you go. It's been taking pay cut after pay cut after pay cut. Now, there's two schools of thought here. You could say, well, who cares? Giselle makes $400 million. It's not that hard to take a pay cut. Or you could look at it from the other side and say, there are a lot of players that even if their wives are making that much money, they're still trying to get every dime out there because of the ego thing of, I want to be the highest paid guy. I think Tom Brady does deserve props for giving a discount. What do you say to that? I do think he deserves props for giving a discount, but he doesn't have to give the discount because they don't spend the money on anyone else. There is, has always been the problem with the New England Patriots, right? It's one thing to say, okay, I'm going to take a discount. So you guys can sign the other 
players and bring in guys, but they've had a history of not doing that. In fact, they have a history of getting rid of guys right before they need to be paid. Right? I mean, so it's not like, yeah, it's a salary cap, but where exactly are they spending the money? How many times have we, and to his credit, Tom Brady has overcome this, but how many times do we have to say he has no weapons to throw the ball to? Outside mm-hmm. of Gronkowski, right? I mean, it's what, been a common now, it's right. Been, yeah. right. It's, it's been yeah. a common narrative. So to give them a discount and they're not doing anything with the discount—that's where I have the problem. I hear you on that, but if you look at say the cap hit, Devin McCourty, it's going to be over thirteen million this coming season. Dante Hightower is just under eleven million. Even Stephon Gilmore, that's over nine million dollars in terms of a cap hit. So they have guys on their roster. I know that they don't go out and they aren't incredibly active in free agency and take every dime that Tom Brady gives them and put it back into the the roster. But I think over the course of time, it has helped them. They have, Uh, but they've they've convinced. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll pick it back up. Coming up next from the Geico Studios. Also, are you in favor of major NBA rules changes? Good to be with you here this evening. Hopefully your uh, day has gone great. Hopefully you didn't have a ton of cash on maximum security. The horse that we thought won the Kentucky Derby and then ended up in last place. Uh, that would, uh, I think that would ruin your day, Ephraim. Right? Yeah. You ever bet on a horse race? No. no, I, no. You, have you ever considered it going forward? <clears throat> no, it's too many unknown variables for me. <laughs> but I know yeah. you have. Oh, I have. Yeah, I used to do radio in the Saratoga area in New York. And so Saratoga, each summer, it's a big deal, man. It's like the unofficial fourth leg of the Triple Crown is what a lot of people refer to it as. That was a lot of fun, man. I had no idea what I was doing, so I didn't bet very much. I would just bet on the horse that looked frisky before the race started. Wow. That's what I went with. Yeah. If it got some head movement, you know, bobbing around, looked a little spry. I'd be like, oh, the five horse, look out for him. Got his game face on. So, yeah, I didn't win a whole lot of money. I think there's other things that you should look for other than that. But, um, yeah, hope you've been having a great day. I wanted to run something by you, Ephraim. Before that, a uh, quick update. Houston up on Golden State 66-61, to 61, just under nine minutes to go in the third quarter. And uh, I give James Harden a little bit of credit for driving, at least, instead of just jacking up shots, you know? And his float game has gotten a lot better this year, Ephraim. That's yeah, something that's, that he's added. It, but that's his toughest shot. That's why you have to run him off the line and have him shoot that floater, right? The thing that I haven't seen defensive defenses do is run him off the line and have your big take slide over and take the charge. Even if he throws the alley-oop, they, he still, they still give you the charge. Mm-hmm. No one does that. Yeah, the beard today, 21 points on 7 of 15 shooting as they hit back-to-back threes and extend their lead to 11 points on the Warriors. It's just one of these deals with James Harden. He right now... I think he's in that Peyton Manning, Clayton Kershaw territory where he's had great regular season success, but he's going to have to have it in the postseason. I don't just mean team success because the Warriors are better than the Rockets, but individually, he's left a lot to be desired with his performances 
over the years in the playoffs. He just hasn't been that same guy in the postseason, and he's got to be that same guy or that's going to be his reputation. Yeah, and, you know, Chris Paul is already saddled with that reputation, right? Can't get past second round, you know, all of those, no matter how great you are as a player and the talent you have around, you just can't get over that hump. And when you're talking about Harding, uh, James Harden, it's the it's the it's the same thing. It's okay. He can score. He score a bunch of points and all of this. Same thing with Jordan. Jordan was averaging thirty six points a game, thirty seven points a game, whatever that is. But he couldn't get out of, of you know get he was getting swept or couldn't beat Detroit. Couldn't beat the Knicks. Like it, that became a thing. Couldn't beat Boston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get the respect until he was able to climb that mountain. And until yeah. James Harden can climb that mountain, you can score all the points you want. It looks good and it's cool. But for what? Yeah. You look at the Warriors right now, it's a little bit like Jordan. Just from this perspective, they were the legacy destroyers. <laughs> you know, like if you think about Jordan in his era, think how many legacies oh my goodness. he impacted. It was just player after player, Barkley and Reggie Miller and Patrick Ewing and on and on and on. If you look at the Warriors right now, let's say KD doesn't go there and the titles have been dispersed a little bit. Can you imagine what James Harden's reputation would be right now if he had won one ring or anybody else in the NBA? Think about, um, well, it's always been Warriors-Cavs, but let's just say this season, you know, if uh, the Warriors have as good a chance as the Bucks, like imagine Giannis and his stardom rising if he was able to win a championship or like, that's just where it's been right now. The league would be so much better if KD is wearing another uniform next season. I th- Yeah, I, I agree with that in, in terms of parity and, and just a better series moving yeah. forward. Like, you yes. don't want to see these guys on the same team. You want to see the, the the wealth of talent dispersed around the league. And, and I, I think, you know, look, Kevin Durant has two. So for him, it's like, all right, I'm going to keep it pushing. After this mm-hmm. year, no matter what happens, I think he'll go somewhere, try to create his own legacy, something he hasn't been able to do without the help of other MVPs, right? So, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that that works. I mean, he's, yeah. he's the best player on the of the Golden State, yeah, uh, especially in the playoffs and in the finals. He's won the you know back to back Finals MVPs. He might so, go three in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he will go three in a row. And I think something else we talked about at the beginning of the show, this awesome game last night between the Blazers and Nuggets, four overtimes. It was unbelievable. And I enjoyed it immensely. And then reality sets in like the next day or even later that night of that was an awesome game, but neither team has a chance to take down the Warriors. And that stinks. I would much rather, as an NBA fan, not even of a particular team, just as a fan of the league in general, I would much rather watch last night's game and think, man, what a game. Huge win for the Blazers, comma, and they've got a shot to win it all. Like, that's not where the league is right now with the Warriors. And I think that's a shame. I don't think it helps the league. I think it hurts it. Yeah, I, um, it's just... It, it's uh, watching that, and, and we talked about it earlier. It's nothing they can do. Those two teams, man. I mean, yeah, they just don't have enough. No, they don't have no. enough. 
They they really don't. If you watch the Blazers, because, you know, I live here in Portland, do a weekday show, and there are a lot of overzealous Blazers fans. They're like, they could take down the Warriors. <laughs> it's like, eh, I hate being that guy to say. <laughs> it's like, guys. guys. No. <laughs> it's no. Like, hey, guys, let's let's talk about this. Yeah. See, you almost went stereotypical white guy I did guy not, there. though. I didn't. You, you almost you resisted. I didn't, I didn't do I it. Give you, I give you praise. I didn't you, do you, it. You almost did. You were towing that line. Didn't do it. You went back. It's one of these, if you watch the Blazers, what they've done against the Thunder, they dared them to shoot three-pointers, and the Thunder couldn't do it. They've dared at times in this series by doubling Jokic for the Nuggets to make three-pointers, and they haven't been able to do that. Do you think that strategy's going to work with the Warriors, Ephraim? No. That's the conference finals matchup? No. 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 They have to change that whole game plan. And yeah. which teams do? You know, do you... You have scouting reports. It's things that you will and, and, and won't do against certain teams. You can't leave anybody open. You know, not even Draymond. He's as, as bad as he's been from three-point land. If he's left there unabated, it's, you know, it's more than, it's better than the 50-50 shot that he'll make it. So, Hey, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I'm Brian No, He is Ephraim Salam. I wanted to get your thoughts on this, Ephraim. So there's a book called Sprawl Ball, a visual tour of the new era of the NBA. And so this is by Kirk Goldsberry. He's from ESPN. He's an NBA analyst. And so I was reading through this, just not the whole book, but an excerpt from the book. And basically this is what it boils down to. The three-point shot has become such a huge deal in the NBA that there are negative consequences to it. You, case in point, it drives you crazy. You're almost head-butting the walls there in the Fox Sports Radio studios when the Rockets or the Warriors pass up an easy look, maybe even a layup, to shoot a three. Drives you crazy. I can't take it. I know. This is... It's a very, this is a sticking point with you as big of a hoops fan as you are. You hate that, which is fine. I get it. So this book is essentially taking a look at the three-point shot, the negative impact, and some real outside-the-box ideas to try to lessen how many three-pointers are shot on a game-in, game-out basis, okay? And so some of these crazy First off, this stat. Listen to this. How big of a deal the three-point shot has become. During this season in the NBA, the regular season, NBA shooters made just under 28,000 three-point shots. That's more than the entire 1980s. (laughs) (laughs) The the whole decade. The whole decade. There's more this season than the 80s. It's crazy what it's turned into. So The entire decade. Yeah, wild. So one of the outside the box ideas. Now these are radical Ephraim. And at first when I heard that, I'm like, what that is, come on. But literally think about this before it knee jerk reaction the way I did. One of the suggestions is that every team in the NBA gets to draw their own three point line wherever they wanted. And the comparison is baseball ballparks, right? You got the green monster over there in Boston. The dimensions are different. There's a short porch at Yankee Stadium, all of it. So 
if you gave NBA franchises, they're able to use their own discretion and come up with their own three-point line. Do you think that's silly, or do you think there's anything to it? I think that's silly. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Because that's one of the, the ideas one thing that's in, been pushed back but on the a one, lot. Yeah, but one thing in sports is, is it's all about parity. Mm-hmm. That's that's not fair, right? So that can't be something that's implemented because it's a distinct advantage to another team. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what true. if you put the three point line inside the th- the free throw line? Well, well then nobody would make it because yeah. they don't yeah. shoot <laughs> mid-range jumpers anymore. So. That's the way we get the mid-range game That's back. how you get it back. You make that the three-point line. I love it. But, yeah, the idea is maybe it's between 22 and 30 feet, and you could arrange it however you wanted to. I mean, it's an interesting idea, but this turns into it's just hokey, you know? Can you imagine – a? Instead of an arc, it's like a trapezoid over there with Atlanta. or like It could get really goofy the way it's arranged, right? right. Here's another idea. There's a suggestion that three-point shots can be blocked. Like, goaltending doesn't exist when it comes to three-point shots being taken. Where you'd have to, the idea is you'd have to set some screens down low in an effort to prevent guys from doing their impression of Kevin Garnett back in the day. How he'd always swat a shot if it was a dead ball. Like that at all? No. I don't either. No, I don't, I don't like either. that either. Yeah. I don't. I, the idea of, you know, just having the line go back a little bit farther makes sense. There was something that uh, made a lot of sense in terms of the corner threes. The corner threes, of course, are the shortest ones. They're the highest percentage. And the idea is instead of making it shorter, you make it basically 23 feet all the way around where that short porch, you can't take advantage of it. And there are also, you just put a couple of your players in those corners. You know, it turns into three on three a lot over there. So, uh the idea was to make it at least 23 all the way around where you don't have the same space to use that. And you're probably not going to have your, your players stay there as long. There's another idea where it's just like three seconds in the lane, or if you're there in the corner for a three, you can only have three seconds. I like the idea, but you're asking a lot of the officials. Yeah, you you are. That's too much to look at now. Yeah. Right. That's a lot. That's too much to look at. How about know, this? Man. How about this? Yeah. You got your own idea. What? I do. How about you take the three-point line away until the fourth quarter? Wow. Okay. Are That's an la- interesting idea. Right? Yeah. Or the last two minutes of, uh, of each half or something each like that. Each half. Like, uh, the three-point line is in effect now. Final two minutes. I, that's an interesting idea. I think that's better than what I've read. I like that one. That's not bad. But you know what? Something's got to be done for the game to change. And I I don't dislike every three-point shot that's taken, but the amount of them that are and at the expense of other things when it comes to shot selection, 
mid-range. You know, there, there's a lot that's been taken away from the game in an effort to just try to make more threes than your opponent. Yeah, the, the game has changed. The, just the fundamental aspect of basketball has changed. And we've seen that on the defensive end for years to come now. It's finally really making its way into the NBA where guys just don't know how to play defense. Yeah. But the systems really they grow up in, in AAU and in high school, a lot of guys aren't playing defense. Yeah. Right. They work on only offensive, just outscoring people. So now you have a whole culture of 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 kids playing NBA basketball who defense didn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. You got a false sense of how it works. You know, really, that's what it is. All right. Coming up next from the Geico Studios. Hey, Papa Bear, can you play like a disco version of the walkout music here? You know, instead of Oscars music, just disco. We'll get that going and going forward, you know. I don't know if Papa Bear has any disco over there. In honor of Ephraim, decked out in disco attire this evening. All right, coming up next. If this player who just got busted happened to be a star, the reaction would be completely different. We'll tell you about that. I'm Brian Though. He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. 
Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He is Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. So um, a couple of people on Twitter hit us up at the No Show at Ephraim Salam. They liked our three-point conversation. Sprawl ball, some outside-the-box ideas to change the three-point line in an effort to reduce how many three-pointers are being shot by these teams now in the NBA. Matt and Joe basically both said, hey, what about you only get X amount of three-pointers per game? What would you think about that? Like a limit, three-point limit. That'd be good. You're up for that. What would that limit be? What, 20? <sighs> Today's NBA, it'd be on the plus side of 20. But No, but I'm saying that's where we set the limit, 20. Yeah. You would rather have it at what? That would be your limit if you could make it. Would you say twenty right on the nose? Twenty right on the nose. Yeah. Man, you think about <laughs> like you just had Mike Malone. We played audio earlier from Game Two. The Nuggets were four for twenty, which is funny, by the way, in Denver. But they took twenty three pointers in the first half. Ephraim, you want to see that for the whole game? But yeah, it just it. it just shows you how many three pointers are being jacked up in this day and age. They made twenty five percent, or no, what twenty percent? Sorry, bad math. They made twenty percent in the first half, and yet they're still taking twenty of them. It, it's crazy, man. It's I think it has. It's gotten distracting. Yeah, as currently, Golden State is twenty one. And Houston has 31 that they've shot. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Wild stuff. All right, how about this? D'Angelo Russell of the Nets, who had a really good season, he got busted with weed at the airport. And, uh, you know, in this day and age, it's becoming legal in a lot of places, Ephraim. I don't think that it's looked down upon the same way it once was. But still, it was stupid for him to do that got to understand that where you are gonna get busted yeah. that way first yeah. of all you can't take it to the airport that's not no no that's if you need to smoke that way just go private yes that's all but, just go private yeah uh, it's kind of like craft if you're gonna go down that road okay just don't be an idiot about it right <laughs> yeah yeah well okay we got weed music i like it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things I took away from it, Ephraim, I got bong sound effects too. This is nice. This is production by Papa Bear. This is nice. For the people that have lax opinions about this, like, oh, big deal. This is some weed. Good Lord. You know, settle down. I would love to hear what the reaction would be if this is a star player getting busted the same way at the airport. You know what I mean? Like, what if this is, say, an NBA star like James Harden or Russell Westbrook or even NFL? Let's say it's a quarterback. Let's say it's Brady getting busted at the airport with weed. I tell you what, his cool, his coolness and street cred level would shoot through the roof. <laughs> In ways that would be beneficial, huh? What do you think? What do you think the reaction would be other than, what if it was LeBron, you know? What if he's getting busted? And I'm not saying any of these guys do this. I'm just throwing it out there where the reaction when it's D'Angelo Russell is, ah, that was stupid to do. There's a few jokes here and there. But the story would be, obviously, 
way bigger if it's a star player, but yeah. do you think that they would be criticized no. heavily if they were to get busted that no, way? No, because so much of the country, weed is legal now for recreational use, so it's not the taboo that it used to be, right? Yeah. You get used to get caught with weed, and it's like, oh, my God, he's a crackhead. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, that's the way it used to be. But it's not like that anymore. Just like alcohol. Think back to prohibition and all of that. Like, it used to be a, a, a crime. But mm-hmm. you can go buy beer and you can go buy what, whatever. You know, vodka, Ciroc, whatever it is that you want want to drink, it's fine. And league and weed, excuse me, is 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 headed in that direction. So now guys getting caught with weed, it's not such a big thing now, right? Yeah. So the thing that these sports organizations, the NBA, the NFL, what they're going to have to start doing is amending some of these rules, right? Because yeah. some of the places, people who play in California, the Raiders, the Rams, mm-hmm. weed is legal here. They're not yeah. breaking the law. It's in the, outdated. In, in the offseason, if guys want to smoke weed, are we testing? Like You, you, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The testing totally. and, the, and, the, and the procedure and the process has to change now because the laws have changed. Well, I think it's more so, I just think that this is a pretty minor deal. And if you look at it in terms of, you know, there are a lot of players that will use it medicinally. It's not just to get high. It's that, you know, they're cracking heads as their occupation and it's some pain relief over there. So I, I just think that it's a minor deal. And I think that it being legalized on a state to state basis it's just where it's headed, you know, for if you look at the NHL, the NHL's policy is so much different than the NFL's where the NFL really cracks down on this stuff. The NHL, essentially, you go into a program and it's just it's a couple of dudes that run this program and they just help you if you need help. That's pretty much it. You're not suspended. There's not this big fiasco or anything. And I think they've got the right approach to it more so than the NFL right now. I think the NFL's approach is outdated. Yeah, it, it is, but that's what it was, right? It's against the law. You can't do that. We can't support any type of drug use that's against the law. Mm-hmm. Think about the drugs that I used to get when I was playing from teams. Vioxx, oh, right? Way worse. Uh, way worse. Naperson. Mm-hmm. All of these drugs have been stripped from locker rooms and pharmacies around the country because people have died, have stroke, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. But we used to get these by the truckload. Man. Far yeah. worse than weed has has done to anyone. Yeah. So you think yeah. about that. Think about the fact that when those drugs are recalled, by the FDA, then they strike them out of the, the, the locker rooms, and but they replace them with – it's Indocin now, right? So they just keep replacing the same type of drugs when you take something like weed that has – if you can regulate it, then you can know exactly what you're smoking. There's different strains, different things for headaches or, you know, nausea. It's, it's a science behind it. It's just not some kids on a corner selling mm-hmm. dime bags – uh, right. You, you know what I mean? It's different. Yeah. It's it's another it's a level of sophistication to to marijuana use now. E- even is. CBD oils. I use oh, those man. on my joints and my ankles and back at, from time to time. It's so much different. That's the thing is I think there are a lot of people that just think it hasn't changed from what it was and they think of it as if it's still that same thing. 
it's like high tech these days. You from like the, the way you get it's almost like a USB drive. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. It's I've I've seen it where I'm like, that's what it is now. It it's wild, but. I think especially for the NFL, I think they'd be wise to take a page from the NHL's book because if you don't have players who are, one, abusing it, one, hurting their personal lives, what good does it do your league to suspend them and make your league look like it isn't, like it's off the rails in terms of drug usage? I I don't think it's to the NFL's benefit at all. No, it's not. It's it's not, and it's, it's important for these leagues to stay current. It's yeah. it's important for for that to happen, and Kevin Durant is <laughs> good lord, man. Warriors take the lead, ninety four, ninety. Yeah, they were just down by fourteen. Yeah, that's the thing of the past. <laughs> Kevin Durant, the 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 one unguardable force mm. in the NBA. It's it's hands. That's not even close. He's Seven nasty. foot with the handle of a guard, yeah. the shooting ability of a uh, a shooting guard. And the size of a, a center. Yeah. Nasty. Go good, luck, good luck with that. Yeah, good luck. Oh, Amon Shumpert, who are you guarding tonight, KD? Ugh. Oof. Oh, hope well. Tiana Taylor. I got some yeah. back rubs for him. He going he gonna to need <laughs> – he might need to hit the blunt. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Discover alerts you if they find your social security on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Just sign up online at discover.com. Slash free alerts, limitations apply. All right, it's a, it's been a treat here to hear from the great Steve Aloysius DeSager. <laughs> How's your evening going, Steve? Going pretty well, you? That's been going great, man. We're talking weed here. We're talking about Oh, by Tom the way, Brady. on that, LAX even points out that TSA screening stations, that's federal jurisdiction. So it just really wouldn't matter about your state law. So people should keep that in mind as you continue the conversation. And I also. Yes. Yeah. Don't take weed to the air. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. No. Stay off the weed. Sometimes there are things in the news where you just say, well, that's why they call it dope. <laughs> and I looked up the uh, three-point shooting that you and then this that was amazing stat, Brian. That it, what was it? The, yeah. the three-pointers. What was it made or attempted this season? Yeah, here it is. I'll give it to you. So they've made just under twenty-eight thousand this season. The whole league combined this season. The whole league during the regular season, and in the nineteen eighties, they made under twenty-four thousand. So <laughs> there was essentially over four thousand more three-pointers made this season than the entire 1980s. Because that reminds me of Michael Cooper, the three-point specialist in the 80s for the champion Lakers. He had Uh the NBA Finals record. He actually attempted seven threes in one game. Oh, my God. (laughs) He went six of seven, and that was the NBA Finals record for a while, as I recall. I mean, Steph Curry, he averages like 10 threes per game in recent years. In fact, I looked it up. Uh who is it that's also Drazen Petrovic? Uh, he mm-hmm. he died early. It was in, Man, in his it was late twenties. Tremendous player at a time when he was twenty points a game. Goodness, and he's one of the best a Hall of Famer now. One of the best three point percentage guys. I looked it up. He was averaging two and three point attempts, three three point attempts per game. 
late in his career, in his late 20s. And this is a guy who wound up in the Hall of Fame and was 20 points a game, as I say. And now it's Curry 10 three-point attempts a game. It's just, it's not even close. And by the way, number one all-time in the NBA, three-point percentage, Steve Kerr. Steve. What's Steve Kerr's middle name? You'd have to ask Arnie that, his buddy in classmanship. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. But uh, we can, By the way, Steve, before you get yes, to your update, yes. just 15 seconds, your own personal thought process on three-pointers. Is it too distracting in this day and age how many they shoot? Well, it gets silly, and I think Houston's the best example of that. And when you rightfully both talked about, okay, if it's not working, do you have anything else? You know what? It reminded me exactly of the Dodgers postseason last year. Swing from the heels. And you have yeah. no other way to score runs. How about bunting a guy along? How about, you know, ground ball to the other side? And what did the Dodgers wind up in the postseason? A 13-inning game that just kept going against the Brewers because they just kept swinging from the heels. And in the World Series, an 18-inning game against the Red Sox. Why? Same reason. They didn't change it up. Exactly what that coach quote was that you brought up. Yes, you've got to have more than one way to score. It doesn't matter what the sport is. Under 10 minutes to go in this playoff game at Houston tonight. Golden State is in the lead, 94-93, and Kevin Durant has 39 points. He's 6 of 10 from three-point range. His teammates are 3 of 14 from long distance, and yet Golden State has a chance to go up three games to none in this series. For Houston, James Harden, 28 points. Eric Gordon with 23, most of that in the first half. In the NHL, scoreless first period so far, Avalanche at Sharks. The winner of this one goes up three games to two. Boston scored late at home to go up three games to two, beating Columbus by a 4-3 final. And yes, the Kentucky Derby went to Country House after the disqualification of first place maximum security who had been one of the favorites but country house a 65 to 1 long shot wins after multiple riders objections were upheld in baseball today on fs1 the cubs won their sixth straight game 6-5 over st louis and there was baseball in the rain at pittsburgh on fs1 tonight 6-4 pittsburgh comes back to beat oakland and there was a game in monterey mexico tonight they're going to have another one hopefully before the rains arrive tomorrow afternoon houston wins 14-2 over the angels south of the border tonight albert pujols did Homer. We'll be back to the show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. In San Diego, Manny Machado's hit two homers against the Dodgers. Padres lead 3-1 against L.A., top of the sixth. The Red Sox are up 15-2, bottom of the ninth at the White Sox, and 13th inning, Mets tied 2-2 at the Brewers. So just a suggestion, Mets and Brewers, maybe try something different at this point. Guys, back to you. Good stuff, Steve. I'm Brian Nohezy from Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. By the way, it's Steve Douglas Kerr. And on basketball reference, it says his nickname is Ice, which I've never heard one time in my entire life. You big man? Yeah, never heard anybody refer to Steve Kerr as Ice. <laughs> uh, yo, Ice man. <laughs> yo, Ice, nice shot. Thanks. Yeah, I have I haven't heard that before. By the way, <laughs> I've got a series of questions for you the next segment to close us on out, Ephraim. I want to get your opinions on many different things, but how about this, to wet your uh, whistle, if you will? Rick James. Our guy, Papa Bear, was playing some of Rick James's music a little bit earlier in the show. And he was like, Rick James is disco. 
I was like, Rick James isn't disco. I think he's more funk than disco. How would you categorize Rick James's music? I, I would say a combination of both because, you know, he blew up during the disco era. Right. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, he's he's one of those it, who embodied disco with a lot of soul, a lot of funk, mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I think he's. That's right. He's got traces of disco in his music. Yeah, it does. But you know, you can you can jam out. To like tonight, we gonna have a lot of Rick James playing tonight. Nice. Right. So it's gonna be it's gonna be nice. We are gonna get our funk funkadelic on. We are gonna get everything on. Bootsy Collins. Everybody. We we doing it oh, all tonight. Yeah. You got funk defined with Bootsy over oh, there. Bootsy. Love that. Yeah, but that but do baby. Yeah. By the way, what's your go-to dance move, Ephraim? You know, when the music hits, mm. I need you guys there's one go-to move. Kind of like, uh, I don't know, like say James Harden's step back. You know, I what's your I do the uh, Tootsie Roll. That's my uh, go-to. The Tootsie Roll. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I do the worm. I love doing the worm. I just it's go just whatever, it. man. I don't have a go-to move because I can dance. Like most people who can't dance have a go-to move. But I can oh, dance. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I can dance. So you're just multifaceted. Well, yeah, my wife was one of the best dancers in the world for 10 straight years. So in order to keep up with her, I have to be able to cut a rug, baby. I gets busy yeah. out there. Did she do this professionally at all? Yeah, she did. She toured the world with some of the biggest artists on the planet. And what was she in? What was it? Uh, she was a, a a dancer. So she toured with Ricky Martin. She toured with Usher. Oh, wow. She toured with Janet Jackson. She toured with <laughs> Beyonce, with Destiny Child, with Rihanna. Get out of here. So on and so forth. Yeah, man. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Awesome. That's how we get uh, I, down. I was just thinking about, you know, when I have a cameo in one of your upcoming movies, you know, <laughs> like I, I'm just curious what the cast is going to be and who's going to be in the scene, you know, when I make my cameo appearance. Okay. So are you going to reach out to these dance connections for other cameos or how's that going to go? Um, No. I don't, no. I don't, I don't have to. Okay. We make movies, right. man. If they want to be and they, they want to act, then they come make a movie. <laughs> Speaking I'm of waiting. that, I need you when we get off the air to take the lovely Christina and go to the movies and see the intruder, which is out in theaters now. By the way, if you guarantee me, I'm going to be making cameo appearance in one of these upcoming movies. I guarantee movies. you will. Okay. We will absolutely see this, Ephraim. If it's a guarantee, we're going to see the intruder. Yeah. And I can guarantee that because I can put you in it. Okay. I like that. Big man just says, hey, what's it say on my title? Do you see producer within my title? <laughs> yeah. No. Put him on the silver screen right now. That's right. I love that. Beautiful stuff. All right. As promised, coming up next from the Geico Studios, a series of questions for the big man. Some content related, some uh, not content related whatsoever, and also an update on my 5K time from last week, Ephraim. I know you want to hear about yeah. this. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Geico Studios. You know, when you think about some of the greatest disco era musicians, Michael Jackson, right at the top of the list, right? 
just huge on the disco circuit. Wouldn't you agree with that, Ephraim? No. No. no, no yeah, that's because he's not freaking disco. At all. Not even remotely. But that's our guy, though. This is disco. <laughs> no, he would be called the king of disco, but he's actually called the king of pop. Yeah. yeah. So there you have that's that, but, you know. Yeah. Fine, how What's about this? this? That's some funk right there. That's not disco. Sounds like some shaft. I want to send a shout. Since we're doing music, I want to send a shout out to uh, DJ Nina Nine. Works on Sirius Satellite uh, Hip Hop Nation. It's my girl, man. Had a good time in New York. She's supporting the film. Like all, I want. I want all of you guys to support the film. The Intruder. Go out and see the Intruder. Love it. Nice. Nice shout out. By the way, we're on Sirius XM channel 83. That's correct. Shout out to that as well. Shout Shout out out to channel 83. Shout out Arnie Spanier and Aaron Torres coming up next at the top of the hour. Chef Boy Arnie, as I say, loves to stir the pot over there. Love Arnie. By the way, did you see this, Ephraim? Before the series of questions, there was a 58-year-old jockey in the Kentucky Derby today. So shout out to jockey John Court, 58 years old, was on long range toddy. And there's good news here. Not the greatest. He finished 17th of 19 horses, but due to maximum security being disqualified, moves up to 16th. Okay. I see you. There you go. John Court, 58. Love it. All right. So a couple of questions here from first off. This story, Dave from Fort Worth. It's a funny story. So apparently he's a diehard Dallas Stars fan, big hockey fan. And there was a picture taken of him outside of the arena for game four. And it was raining like crazy. He's the only dude there sitting on like a lawn chair watching the hockey game on a big screen TV. So someone tweets the picture out. The Dallas Stars catch word of it. They're going to hook this guy up with tickets for tomorrow's game, game six. There are some people that are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we need Dave from Fort Worth out there because they won that game when he was sitting out there. Are you stu- superstitious at all? In some aspects, yes. What's your strangest superstition? So when I used to play, um, my wife and I, she would get there early and we would have a little thing that we would do when I we got through warming up and all that and we went into the locker room for the last time before we came out to play. So we had a little thing that we would do with each other and <laughs> I remember one game she wasn't there. Oh, no. And my mom, who has a tendency to do this, made her late. Uh-huh. So she missed it and... I was pissed, had a bad game, <laughs> blamed it all on that, you know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself superstitious, but yeah. Yeah. What was the little thing? What was it? Like you would kiss her before the game? No, nah, because she was ritual? in the stands, you know, so I okay. would, we would do our little, uh, whatever, you know, kiss, you know, it's, yeah, it, yeah. it was our thing. You know what it I mean? It was like a handshake from afar yes, kind of thing? Yes, like, like something okay. like that. Yeah. And she wasn't there. She wasn't there. Thanks to moms. Thanks to mom. Man. Okay, I got more questions for you. Rapid fire style. So eight years ago, eight years and a day ago, 
that's when Derrick Rose became the youngest player ever to be NBA MVP. And I used to like it back then where they would give the award during the playoffs. Now they do it at the award show after the finals are done. Do you like the way it is now with the award show or the way it used to be where they would give it during the playoffs? I like when they would give it during the playoffs. I do too. I love that. Well, and you, you know, the, the, in, the NFL of the changed crowd. all of that when they started doing the NFL honors. Yeah. So yeah. now everyone has to have that level of, oh, this is our Oscars. This is our, this is, you know, the NBA's award show. We have to get all gussied up and uh-huh. so on and so forth. So we were talking about Tom Brady also, who was talking about taking pay cuts, right? He's uh, saved the Patriots $9 million per year if you compare his contracts to the highest paid quarterback, $6 million per year if you take an average of the top five highest paid quarterbacks. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. Some people, like our uh, producer, our uh, you know technical producer, uh, Papa Bear, would say this is cheating. Would you classify this as cheating? No, Ephraim? it's not cheating. No, no, it's absolutely not. not cheating. Discount. Cheat. Not a cheat. By the way, the uh, Rip City Race for the Roses was last week a 5K. How'd you do? I'm not a runner. What do you think my time was, Ephraim? 5K? Probably mm-hmm. what? Seven hours? <laughs> <laughs> I came in just under seven hours. 3.1 miles. What do you think? Oh, my gosh. Mm. Probably what? An hour and a half. 41 minutes. Nice. Still slow. Cheat. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare open a limited time 11 month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by ncua with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.